0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll preview the 2022 edition of Manitoba Egg Days. Also, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau and up first in today's country comment, we'll chat with Manitoba Beef Producers General Manager Carson Callum. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Manitoba beef producers' fall district meetings wrapped up this week. I caught up with General Manager Carson Callum.
1: You know, it was great to get back out uh, in person to you know, see many producers across the province here, and you know, s- discuss some of the issues that have been uh, you know top of mind over the last number of months.
0: And I guess what? Was uh, attendance like for those in-person ones?
1: You know, it varied on the on the different districts. Some were were quite uh, well attended, and and some weren't, and. You know, it could have been as a result of the great weather or or other things associated with uh, the venues that uh, folks just couldn't couldn't make time to attend. But you know, overall, we're pretty pleased with how things went.
0: And uh, there was elections in the in-person ones.
1: Yes. Yep. Correct.
0: How did those go? Were you able to fill the spots? Or
1: yeah, fill most of them. We got a couple that uh, that we'll be uh, you know confirming uh, in discussions with the board of who who a potential director could be. But uh, a lot of the uh, current directors that are on the board will be uh, will be stuck with us.
0: What were the uh, the big topics of discussion this year?
1: Well, probably no surprise, it was Drought, uh, I think, drought was the main focus, and you know, everything from um, you know, actions taken in drought to current support levels and and what things are going to look like moving forward uh, was really the main focus. But you know, a lot of uh, secondary conversations around you know, crown lands, and as that's a common common issue, and and uh, other things like public trust within the sector and, and, and the importance of beef in the environment, especially with uh, all these uh, you know, climate change discussions um, happening globally. I think we, there was a lot of discussion had on the importance of the beef sector in that regard.
0: According to producers, how are things uh, looking heading into winter?
1: You know, I think uh, the, the moisture that was received in the last couple months here, really in the late, late summer, early fall, uh, had helped, helped quite a bit. I think it improved the mood um, across the province. We saw some extended grazing happening. So that was really, really well received. And it's just uh, now we're just seeing what kind of moisture we're going to go over the, over the summer because I think the concern is lingering uh, for next year. Because if we get nothing in terms of moisture, and we'll see what we get in the next couple of days here, but if we get nothing in terms of built-up moisture over the winter months where we're in the same predicament that we were last last spring, uh, it 's just going to be um, another disastrous situation, so I think there 's that that worry lingering uh, for producers, but overall the the added and extended grazing that 's happened uh, as a result of some of the moisture we got has has helped things out and now folks are just looking ahead into the winter and make sure they got enough feed.
0: That was Manitoba beef producers general manager Carson Callum. A look at what 's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Some of Canada's agriculture ministers met in Guelph, Ontario this week, while others attended the meeting virtually. AAFC Minister Marie Claude Bibo said much of the focus was on the next agricultural policy framework, which comes into effect in spring of 2023.
2: We have agreed on a vision that Canada is recognized as a world leader in sustainable agriculture and agri food production and drives forward to 2028 from a solid foundation of regional strengths and diversity, as well as the strong leadership of the provinces and territories, in order to rise to the climate change challenge, to expand new markets and trades while meeting the expectations of consumers and to feed Canadians and the growing global population.
0: Other key topics discussed include labour and business risk management programs. Manitoba Beef Producers Fall District meetings wrapped up this week. General Manager Carson Callum says there was plenty of good discussion.
1: Well, probably no surprise, it was drought. Uh, I think drought was the main focus and everything from actions taken in drought to current support levels and and what things are going to look like moving forward uh, was really the main focus, but you know, a lot of uh, secondary conversations around you know, crown lands and as that's a common common issue and and uh, other things like public trust within the sector and, and, and the importance of beef in the environment, especially with uh, all these uh, you know, climate change discussions um, happening globally. I think we there was a lot of discussion had on the importance of the beef sector in that regard.
0: This year's meetings were held both virtually and in person. And the Canadian Crop Hail Association says extremely damaging storms resulted in near-record claims for farmers across Western Canada in 2021, despite a decrease in overall storm activity. President Scott McQueen says the industry's claims payments were up 78% compared to the five-year average. Insurance payments to prairie producers will total more than $322 million, an amount not seen since 2008. Producer premiums totaled more than $309 million for an industry loss ratio of 104%. Manitoba was the only province to record a positive year. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Friday, November 12th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie Claude Feeble. Canada's agriculture ministers met in Guelph, Ontario this week. Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau addressed the media on Wednesday.
2: Over the past three days, our group of federal, provincial and territorial ministers fleshed out plans on how we can best position Canada's farmers and food processors as world leaders in sustainable agriculture. The presentation and discussions have been very productive with each minister bringing their province and territory's unique perspective to the table. This meeting comes as farmers, processors, and others in the sector face unprecedented challenges with the pandemic, climate change, labor shortages, and supply chain disruptions. Farmers and agri-food businesses have proven their incredible resilience in the face of these obstacles to feed Canadians and deliver our world-class products To our customers around the world. As ministers, we are here to listen to farmers and the entire sector to ensure their concerns and ambitions are top of mind. We know how vital they are to communities across the country, and we are are all absolutely committed to making sure they have the support they need. I'm pleased to announce that together we have created the Guelph Statement which sets the direction for the next policy framework set to launch in spring 2023. We have agreed on a vision that Canada is recognized as a world leader in sustainable agriculture and agri-food production and drives forward to 2028 from a solid foundation of regional strengths and diversity, as well as the strong leadership of the provinces and territories In order to rise to the climate change challenge, to expand new markets and trades while meeting the expectations of consumers and to feed Canadians and the growing global population. A big part of a strong and resilient future for the sector is the need for reliable labor. Stakeholders provided powerful presentations about the worker shortages affecting their businesses. We know there are many solutions to these problems which require industrial leadership and governmental support, such as reforming our temporary foreign worker program, attracting, training, and retaining more Canadians in these jobs, driving labor-saving automated innovations in agri-food operations, and more. We will take both a short and a long-term view to address these critical labor challenges. Farmers and stakeholders have also been asking for further changes to current business risk management programs. They need programs they can rely on when facing extraordinary situations like extreme weather conditions. We reflected on the rapid response to the drought through the delivery of up to $825 million in agri-recovery funding for struggling producers in the West and Ontario. The ongoing agri-recovery response demonstrates what we can achieve when we work together. Similarly, the improvements to the agri-stability program last year through the removal of the reference margin limit is part of our continued efforts to make sure that program works for farmers. We are united in our commitment to improve the suite of programs and will continue to work on various options for the next policy framework. I want to close with a very positive message. Challenges are great, but the sky is truly the limit for Canada's agriculture and food sector. We've laid the the groundwork to build on our shared investments in climate change, climate action, innovation, diversity, and sustainability, and in helping our farmers manage risks. Looking ahead to April 1st, 2023, we aim to have a new framework that resonates with farmers food businesses and Canadians, and capture when we want, where we want to be in 2028 and beyond.
0: That was Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Biebel. That's it for the Prairie Ag Wire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Ag Wire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association Regenerative Agriculture Conference takes place November 15th to the 17th at Brandon's Victoria Inn. The Canadian Hemp Trade Alliance is planning its annual conference for November 17th and 18th. This takes place online. Details at hemptrade.ca. The Advancing Women in Agriculture Conference is planned to be held virtually November 22nd and 23rd. And the Association of Manitoba Municipalities is holding its fall convention November 22nd to the 24th. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon. Manitoba Egg Days is going ahead in January in Brandon. I caught up with General Manager Kristen Phillips.
3: So we are full steam ahead for the 2022 show. We have over 450 exhibitors, uh, 32 new innovations in our innovation showcase, and 33 speakers booked for the 2022 show.
0: And tell us how uh, admission will work this year.
3: So we are going to be a ticketed event. It will be $15 in advance for uh, all adults and $20 at the door. So you'll actually pick those up on site in the dome building only during the three days of the show. Otherwise, everything else is online at eggdays.com slash tickets. Youth will be complimentary. We want to make sure that we get youth out to the show so that they can see the agriculture industry and be you know, interested and inspired to participate And, you know, maybe take a career in our industry.
0: And talk about that decision to um, uh, charge admission this year.
3: Yeah, you know, for a long time, we've been interviewing exhibitors and patrons alike to see, you know, if there was a desire to have admission, we're often told we should be. And uh, the poll was always coming back, you know, right around that 50%. Um, And this year, just to make our budgets work, it uh, makes sense to have an admission fee. Um, you know, it's more than just a piece of paper. It is security. It is people who work the different doors, keeping the Keystone Center safe for all that are attending. Uh, you know, the double vaccination clause, all those things add additional expenses to the show. And so, in order to create a balanced budget, we had to move forward with an admission fee.
0: Now, will there be a limit on the number of tickets sold?
3: There's not currently. The current Manitoba health regulations allow us to have 100% capacity in the Keystone Centre. We won't even come close to being 100% capacity. Um, But it does mean that we will be able to run pretty normal numbers for our show.
0: Is this the first time that uh, admission has been charged over the years?
3: Yes. So this is our 45th show and it will be our first time charging admission. Uh,
0: What are you looking forward to?
3: I think we're most looking forward to bringing everyone back together that opportunity to share what's happening in the industry, what's new, what's coming, talk about the 2020 season, 2021 season, and what's happening in 2022. Um, We were just out at a trade show here in Red Deer, Alberta, and the buzz in that building and the back-to-business mentality of patrons and exhibitors was just incredible. It's time for our industry to join together and to be in one place where we can share.
0: And are you sensing that here in Manitoba, that, uh, you know, demand is, is there to get back out to the show?
3: Absolutely. Um, you know, we had the opportunity to talk to probably 70% of our exhibitors out at uh, AgriTrade. And it was just fantastic to hear from them. Um, plus, we know that the farmers are just wanting to get back and to, to see all the different opportunities and, and inventions that are out there.
0: That was Kristen Phillips. She's the general manager for Manitoba Egg Days, taking place January 18th to the 20th at the Keystone Center in Brandon. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Manitoba beef producers' fall district meetings have concluded for another year. General Manager Carson Callum was asked how producers are preparing for the winter.
1: The moisture that was received in the last couple months here, really in the late late summer, early fall, uh, had helped, helped quite a bit. I think it improved the mood across the province. We saw some extended grazing happening. So that was really, really well received. And it's just uh, now we're just seeing what kind of moisture we're going to go over the over the summer because I think the concern is lingering uh, for next year. We get nothing in terms of built-up moisture over the winter months where we're in the same predicament that we were last, last spring, uh, it's just going to be um, another disaster situation.
0: This year's meetings were held both virtually and in person. And Guelph, Ontario hosted Canada's agriculture ministers for a round of meetings this week, while others attended virtually. AAFC Minister Marie-Claude Bebo says
2: labour was a key topic discussed. A big part of a strong and resilient future for the sector is the need for reliable labour. Stakeholders provided powerful presentations about the worker shortages affecting their businesses. We know there are many solutions to these problems which require industrial leadership and governmental support, such as reforming our temporary foreign worker program, attracting, training, and retaining more Canadians in these jobs, driving labor-saving automated innovations in agri-food operations, and more.
0: I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program.